I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Only more as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. A Paolo Gigano. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast, more than just a podcast. Good evening, <laughs> good morning or good afternoon, this is more than just a podcast. Podcasts. Uh, I just started because these two kept talking and wouldn't shut up. For bickering, <laughs> bickering, it was more bickering than talking. Not really bickering. Uh, John was picking on my me. My name again. is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, George. And I'm here with John, who's uh, He's happy. picking on me. He's happy. He's picking good on me. Good evening. He's <laughs> in a good mood, Sean. Yeah, I know. Good, good. Uh, this is Morning's Podcast. Thank you for listening. We're here to talk about West Ham. Season again. 5, episode 17. Did you we not say that? that? For a while, no. Uh, we've had to talk about West Ham again after a what I'd call a positive Christmas. A double header winner. Absolutely. Good start to the year. We Good predicted, do you remember? Points. Do you remember before the Christmas break, we predicted Boxing Day, uh, who was that against Villa? Um, the Southampton game and the Liverpool game. I think we said. Some of us said nine points, which was a bit optimistic. And one of us, what? optimistic. <laughs> and someone said probably seven points. I don't know. It was one of you two. It wasn't me. I said nine points. But I'm not sure we really believed it. So uh, some one of us got it bang on. One of, you, one of you got it bang on, yeah. I don't think, it was, it, was I don't think it was me, but I'll take the credit. Probably me. Yeah. Uh, so... First off, is we, we, Villa's not on the running order, but we should probably talk about it because we haven't talked about it since since the game. Oh, we yeah. Sorry, yeah. It, it was another nil-nil, so it I didn't was. put any stats here, but you're right. We haven't spoken about Villa. So it was a one-all draw. Did you watch it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought we should have won. I think they were there for the taking. Yeah. I think. We talked briefly about it, didn't we, on the outside broadcast? We did. We did. Sean wasn't there, though. So yeah, Sean, what do you think? Do you know what? I'm trying to think back to it was a one some of draw, the flashpoints of the game. Look, Bonham gave a penalty away. Oh, yeah, of course. Which I think was a penalty. Yeah, we no, were. I, I don't think it was a penalty. I think it was. He was fouled before. 
he went down. It was clear that it no, was the, not the a penalty. Striker, the striker was clever. He got in front of him. No, no. It was a foul. He was fouled. Oh, what, was fouled. Really? Yeah. It, uh, oh, I'm sure all the refs and uh, commentators said afterwards it should never have been a penalty. Um, and we should have been awarded a penalty at the other end as well. So we were doubly robbed. Yeah, we should have had a, f- a handball at the end. Yep, definitely. handball at the end. Definitely. So they're the things, they're the flash points I remember. Flash points. That we should have won, um, you know. Should have won. 2 0. And we should have got all nine points, like I said. But we were robbed by the referee. Yep. I can't really remember much beyond that game, beyond those points, really. Seems such a long time ago. It does. Boxing Day. Boxing was a long time ago. It was really. last year, you know. Yeah, it was last year. Was last year. Okay, then on to Southampton. <laughs> I mean, take take the point of Villa. I think this point we didn't Respect get three. Respect the point. Uh, but you know, I heard a stat today that we've we, we've like got nineteen points away from home this year already. Yeah. Which is not this year. But this season. This season. Be careful with your words. Careless words cost God. lives. God. Uh, so on to Southampton home. Uh, game of two halves, wasn't it, John? Yeah, well, we went to that game, didn't we? we? Did Sean? Did you come? Did you I didn't. didn't I did oh watch no. the game on a no, fifty-inch no. TV in HD. Oh. Um, so you're there in spirit. Yeah, but I think um, you can sometimes it's sometimes see a different perspective. I think you know <laughs> of seeing the replays, everything, the bits you can't see because you're going down for your beers early. Or no, no, we didn't really. We watched the whole game, didn't we? Stay to the end, don't we? You but said it was one of, and I don't know if it's true, the most electric atmospheres ever. Is that what you said? I think we did. We emphasised how good the atmosphere was, mainly because you went there and we wanted to oh, rub it in a little bit. Oh, you were just rubbing yeah, it in. I think so. <laughs> now you've been caught out. I think the Liverpool game atmosphere was a lot better than yeah, the South No, I think actually what happened on that game was the last sort of 10 minutes or so, it, did, it got very lively, didn't it? And, you know... A game of two halves. It was a game of two halves. It was definitely a game of two halves. I mean, it was one of the worst first halves I've ever seen. Yeah, Southampton could have easily been 3-0 up half-time, I think. Yeah. Didn't take their chances. It didn't. We didn't defend very well, which we did against Liverpool. Uh, But we came out like a different team in the second half. Who changed it? Billich changed it. Yeah, but who changed it really? This is substitutions, wasn't it? It's double substitution of? I can't remember, was it Carroll? Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, I think it was Lanzini. No, Lanzini started. It was. It must have been um, Antonio, wasn't it? No, I think it was. No, Lanzini. Antonio started. You're right. It was Lanzini. Lanzini, Lanzini, Lanzini and Carroll came on at half time as a yep. double substitution. And it absolutely changed. And the we game. said on our outside broadcast, John, which if you if you go back and listen, you'll hear him say this that we liked, we would like to have seen a change because we haven't seen a change at half time so far this season. And he came out and done it. Yeah, Changed the game with his substitutions. It was he did. good to see a reaction and he and he did make a positive change. And it was it was a tremendous reaction <laughs> second half. Yeah, it was. And yeah. <coughs> we hadn't won when we'd gone behind, I don't know if you know this stat, but for over a year, maybe two years, when we go behind the first goal, we'd not won a game after going behind on the first goal for over a year. For over a year, maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two, yeah. yeah. That's an awful stat, isn't it? That it's is an awful stat. That's when a big discrepancy. It's pretty not well-informed. Hmm? <laughs> it's not a well-informed stat, is Probably. it? Well, is it a year or maybe two? Well, I can't remember the exact. <laughs> I did put it out there at the time because I looked it up. Uh, but 
it was a long time. It wasn't, you know, you think, well, in recent times, you can see that's the end of it. Might as well go home. Well, we didn't. We, we stayed. Didn't. And we, we came well. back. We fought there back. There was booing at half time, wasn't there? At the Did end you of the boo? Half. We didn't boo. No. And we can prove it because we were talking into the microphone. Yeah, we were waiting for it, I said. <laughs> what did you say? I tweeted out something about, you know, uh, booing never helped or improved players' performance. Oh, yeah. You love, was, I love your sanctimonious. Someone was, <laughs> someone was saying, well, it's, uh, you know, every, if you pay your money, it's your right to boo. And I was sort of saying, no, it's not. I never boo or something. I just tweeted you back, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've who seen have, you Who have I boo. ever booed? Have you I've seen, seen me boo? I, I've seen you boo. Really? Yes. I don't That's know. Don't look, don't look at me. I don't know. Have you ever seen me boo? I don't know. This is no. what I'm saying. Don't know. Don't look at me. Aboo. Aboo. I was probably singing Samasi Abu. That's where you got mistaken. I think Avram Grant was the manager at the time. Abu was playing. Abu, Abu. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, so quick stat attack. 49% possession to us, 51% to Southampton. We had 13 shots, five on target, 15 shots, four on target for them. So a very a even game. Mm. It was. And it was. It's what game of two halves is. To be honest, I think we defended a lot better in the second half and they again failed to take their chances. There was a, a different... Attitude all round the second half. There was like but they the could have easily scored oh, they on the break done. a couple of times, couldn't they? Yeah. I know what's his name, Shane. Shane Long, Long was a bit of an arsehole, wasn't he? What's happened to Southampton? Because I mean, look how well they did, and everyone's going. Look at their youth Nothing's policy happened and everything. To them. Nothing's happened. They've, to them. they've dropped down to thirteenth now. But the, what? So they were just overachieving last year, and now they've solidified yeah. a little. And they, and they constantly. They're selling their best players, it, they can't. But they they do win. They do win games. It's not like they're not winning games. But they stuffed Arsenal out right? and over Christmas. Is that Boxing Day four 0 Yeah. So there you, you go. You know, yeah. They're just up and down. Luckily, on that day, they ended up down. 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 So on to Liverpool. A little bit fresher in our memories, really, because it was only two days ago, <coughs> yeah. three days ago, and we wanted to do the double. We did do the double over Liverpool for the first time in 63 years. Not 63 53. years. 53. No. no. 67. I think it's 52 years. 52. Well, I was close. It <laughs> could be 53. depends on how you count it. Because it was 1963 that we did the first game at Anfield. And 1964 where we obviously finished it off by beating them at the bowling ground to complete the double. So. All right. doesn't matter. Anyway. But we won. We done it. We done the double, and uh, we played very well. Although they had more possession, according to this, and more shots, but less yeah, on target. We did. We soaked it up. We yeah, did. We yeah, defended I mean, very well. I think everyone on the pitch had a good game. When you look at those stats, it sort of belays how you felt while watching the game, wasn't it? Because you watched the game, and you didn't feel that on edge all the time, did no, you? No. Watching I the mean, game, you felt more comfortable. <coughs> the performance. The way we defended, our defence was immense. Ging, yeah. Ginge yep. again. Well, Ginge has got the form of his life. And, you know, I think he's our best centre-back at the moment, without a doubt. He got in quite a few teams of the week with um, BT, Press Association, uh, who well, else yeah, did one? I agree, BBC. but Ogbonna's done well. Uh, Ogbonna got in team of the week for a few of them as well. I'll I tell you what, Winston Reid came back to training today. Yeah. Right at Chadwell Heath, we'll talk about that later. Boys moved back to Chadwell Heath. 
Um, I can't see him getting in the team. I can't see Winston Reid having a hell chance getting in the team at the moment. Well, well if, uh, uh, if he does, I think he should replace Ogbonna. Oh, I just think I just think Let's he uh, that out there. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I, I just wouldn't disagree. I just think he should. They just sit on the bench and bide his time, wouldn't they? Yeah. Basically, I forget who said he's like Tolkien. Um, um, what do you call it in uh, Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? You shall not pass. Do you know that bit in the in the Lord of the Ring films? Have you seen Lord of the Rings? No, I haven't. No. no. When he, he gets his staff and he hits it down. Who does? Who? Gandalf, Who's you that? shall not pass. There's this big monster coming. Who's by. that? Oh, okay. That was that was Benteke. Is the monster with right. uh, Ginge with his scary bald head and ginger beard with uh, the star and his star. Yeah. yeah. Do you get that image? I get the analogy. Yeah. 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 Good. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Nice one, so Sean. So I reckon <laughs> Winston Reid. <laughs> I reckon Winston Reid. It's like they shouldn't rush him back for starters. He should come back on the bench because keeping him there will keep their form up, a bit of pressure on them for their performances. And when their performances drop down, when he comes in. Yeah. That's how it should be done. But I'm pleased with James Collins because he had a shaky start to the season, really, didn't he? He had a dodgy performance at Watford. Yeah. Uh, didn't have a contract on the table, but he seems to... Have I'm pleased with him. It'd be good if he sees out his career and then stays yeah. on as a coach or something. That'd be mm. good. He mm. looks very passionate, doesn't he? And yeah, that was the other thing. Good. That was the other thing, actually, wasn't it, against um, Southampton. Back to that, he, he, you could see the fire in him when he came mm. out of the second half. He was giving it to the crowd as well, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, Cheerleader. But, I mean, the other people who got in Team of the Week, and I've got a bit of an apology for Mark Noble. Oh. Because I've, I've been having a go at Mark Noble in some of the blogs recently and on here to say he can't take corners, he can't cross the ball anymore. What happened to Mark Noble? And, and he pings one that was an inch-perfect cross, wasn't it? Was an brilliant. absolute inch-perfect cross. One of the best crosses I've ever seen him do. So, Mark Noble, I salute you. I apologise to you to say you can't cross the ball anymore. You can, at least every 10 years. And he's got a plastic bag in his pants. Yeah, yeah. I did a story how he tried to avoid the 5p tax. <laughs> he put it in his pants. But, you know, I, no, he's, he's delivered. He was immense. And, and it wasn't just that cross. He he w he did a lot, you know. He was... Oh, mate, everyone did a lot. What about An Antonio? To Antonio, to, what a goal. To tackle in that corner one minute and be up the other end of the pitch, putting the ball in the back of the net the next Yeah, minute. it should have been pulled up for a free kick on that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go over that. <laughs> but... You saw that clearly, did you, from where we were? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I watched the replays, obviously. But, um, you know, who is it who said, you know, he gets in places he just shouldn't be? I don't know. I think, what, at the game? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah it was I Tompkins, I think it was. Tompkins or someone like that said. Oh, well, I was he just say gets I mentioned it. That he gets in places you just don't there. imagine yeah. and he just achieves the unachievable. But, you know, I, again, I don't see Victor Moses getting back into the team. Well, you know, why would you replace? <laughs> Absolutely. Why, um, why and change and a winning team? You know, Antonio got in many of the teams of the week as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's face it, we're not we're we're going to be safe, aren't we? Quite comfortably. This Alex year. Song couldn't even get in the team. He he played with the kids last night. 
Yep. He played with the under twenty ones last night. Right, Sean, there's a question for you. Yeah. I feel I feel we're gonna be safe this year now. Oh <laughs> really? On thirty two points? Yeah, well we're only eight points we're away from safety. Do you, do you know what? So we are I'll give you a little stat. We are ten points off the lead, Arsenal. They've got forty two points, we've got thirty two points. Yeah, I'll work that but out. But we're only ten points off the bottom, or not the bottom, but a sixteenth place as well. Right. So it's a tight old It's quite tight, yeah. Yeah. So but but no, we are. In the way, when, if you, when you look at it, and you've got Jenkinson set on the bench and also yeah. Moses is coming back. But I, I feel the last three or four games before he got injured, he wasn't doing much. Is there any way we could cancel both those loans? No. And get in someone new? No. Saving money? No. I've asked. You can't. No. I know people will say, but hang on. It happened with, um, uh, what's his name, at uh, MK Dons, uh, Diego Poyet. Um, but no, that that's it has to be mutual between both clubs and sanctioned by the league. Right, so it's very rare. Because it's not impossible. But Arsenal, it's very rare. Arsenal will not be happy that Jenkinson. they're not. They're not happy. Uh, I wrote a piece that came from a a source close to Arsenal to say they're not happy with with the amount of games. Yeah, he's so they West Ham. Well, do you know what? Pick up your game, Jenks. You know, sort yourself out. He's he's. I don't know. I don't think it's going to make the grade. Tomsky's a better right back, and we are now lining up other right backs for the summer. You know, with the Leeds guy, and today looking at a Burnley guy, which we're going to talk about in the transfer roundup later. Um, we're looking. We're not going to renew. We're not going to buy Jenks at the end of the season. He's going to have to go back to Arsenal. Um, he's going to have to consider his. And they overpriced him. You know, they did us a favour because I tell you what, we would have bought him last season if it was a yeah, cheap I enough. Know. Yeah. Now we'd be in trouble. So I think it worked out for the best for us. No disrespect mm. intended. That's one way of looking at it, I suppose. We do need to talk about Andy Carroll, though, who also got in team. And Dimitri Payet. And Dimitri Payet. But the return of. But let's talk about Andy Carroll first. He's got lovely hair. He's got lovely hair. And what lovely hair to hit in a goal. Who cares about his hair as long as he's nodding those goals? Antonio's got two goals in two games. Andy Carroll's got two goals in two games. He retweeted a picture I, I posted out of him, actually. Of Snoop Dogg? No, I po posted out a picture saying, Andy Carroll, two goals in two games. And I put out a picture of Friends. You know Monica when she had braided hair? Do you know the picture? Monica from Friends? No, no what's that then? Oh, it's a, it's a TV programme oh. that's popular in America. You might have missed it. You're quite young. Yeah, and he, he retweeted it. So he, he's got a humorous side. But yeah, you've got to say he's he, he he's been immense. He was defending, he was running around, he was doing everything. His performance on Saturday was one of the best he's done yeah, for a long time. I agree. His work rate, his defending from the front, basically. Yeah. It was uh yeah. He wanted to get wanted to prove his point to Liverpool. Yeah, epitomised what he could be all about, he, didn't it, really? Yeah, he said afterwards he didn't. But of course we all knew. Yeah, and Dimitri Payet. And the return of Dimitri. So Lanzini sadly went off injured. Yeah. Which out for six weeks. Out for six weeks, which is a bit Just of a blow. Just confirmed from our, our sources. Close what to is it? What's wrong with him? Uh, I haven't had that confirmed. Um, but all I got said, I just asked. I said, what's the, you know, was it good news on the scan? And they said, no, out for six weeks. That was it. Short, sharp to the <laughs> point. So I didn't really get chance to ask much more so I don't really know more shame. than that but that's a, a big shame but a big positive was the return of Dimitri yep 
Uh, and I well, think th there's just one thing we want to make sure on that, and it ties in with Dimitri is, did they rush him? If it's the same injury, and I don't know if it is or not, have they rushed him back too quickly? Same injury as what? Lanzini's last one. Yeah, he, he had a... Oh, what, Lanzini's been yeah, rushed back? Yeah, injury or whatever. I mean, it looked like he he pulled up with his fight. There is, is there, are, there was some talk it's, it's a reoccurrence of his other know. old injury. It would make sense, I suppose. Anyway, sorry, Dimitri, George. Yeah, well, I just think Dimmy. huge 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 cheer when he came on. Yeah, like massive. Well, when he was just running up down the sides, we were singing his name louder than anybody on the pitch. And I think his second touch, he uh, done a couple of stepovers up in the opposite corner to us <laughs> yeah. and managed to pass the ball to Aaron Cresswell. And the defender was just looking at the floor like, "Where did the ball? Where did the ball go?" He did a couple of bits and pieces, didn't he? Did you he? see the two twists? There's a vine yeah. doing the two twists. I remember yeah. seeing it at the time. But Four Liverpool players, he goes past by just twisting. But they didn't show twice. that on Match of the Day. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't even show anything of him on Match of the Day, <laughs> did they? I'd Ridiculous. Match of the Day team. is so bad, isn't it? But you know, they literally, um, every time he touched the ball, it was just, it was just like a wee, wee, wasn't it? What's that noise? Sean, you all right? Yeah, sorry, I'm drinking some water. So oh, out of a Rattley bottle. In the nice. noisiest bottle ever made. Sorry, is it? I don't know why. It's co-op. Um, oh, I know why it's co-op, because uh, you're cheapskate. It, it's a spring water, but it, it's a really crap bottle. So anyway, he got a cheer for every touch, old Dimitri, and it was very impressive. Let's yeah. hope he stays fit then, because I think yeah. he's very important to our... I think he'll play this Saturday yeah. at Wolves. You going, boys? No, we're not going. No, You're not going? It. You're no. not going? It's the final season... With the bowling <laughs> ground, you're not going. Yeah, we've been to, to the every FA game, Cup third been to round. Every, every league game this oh, season. Oh, really? Did you did you go to the European games though, John? At the beginning of the season? No, I didn't. No. Oh, didn't you? No. It's the last season at the bowling ground. Mate. No, but I paid me money. You know what I mean? I paid me money. I'll, I'll turn up. Are you week not in, going to the FA week Cup? Week in, week out. Will you go to the FA Cup I'll final? I do the hard slugs. Will you go to the semi final? No, I ain't going. Go to the I'm not going final. to the FA Cup final if it's not at the bowling. You go to the fifth round. What point do you join the FA Cup? Bandwagon. Fifth, I joined the FA Cup point bandwagon. Fifth round. Fifth when? round, not fourth round. If we get through, you're not going. Fourth it depends round. if we're playing. If it's Chelsea away, I might go. Mm. Or uh, I, I joined in the FA Cup bandwagon when I was fighting games. Something less right. important to do. Part-time fans. Oh. <laughs> so it's you. Just it getting back from what you said last week on your outside broadcast. All we said was the truth. It was your first home, your first home game for about eight games this season that you turned that in. That is not true. Someone asked me at the pub today sh uh, on the, the Liverpool game that if you'd bought a half-season ticket because they hadn't seen you for the first half of the season. <laughs> Did, who said that? <laughs> it's Kev. Was it? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on, Sean. Can we you did have our last... By the way, we did have our last... No, it might not be our last. I might go with Gary yeah. on Saturday when you're not there. We had our pie mashed, didn't we? Why? At Greengate. So why, why do you does keep it saying it's our last, our last one? We that when we had because we mash. don't go to Greengate very often. No, but we don't. We, but can. we might do. <laughs> There's no reason why not. I don't know. <laughs> we're getting to the last bit where we're getting that last 18 games. Or, or, or nine. 18? Well, nine home games. He's over for a cut run. Um, where we just, it's the last of this, the last of that. And, you know, I don't know. It's getting sad. It's getting, did you see that video that BT they did Sport on BT did. Sport? Yeah, I did. That's quite emotional. Did it, it was get good. you choked up? It was up? good. It was very good. It did, did make me slightly emotional. All right. Anyway, anyway sorry. Sure, you wanted me to say. Introduce. Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Congratulations, Slavin. Um, Well-deserved win. Yeah, well, this was a difficult game, of course, but we we played a really good game. 
especially in the second half. Uh, let's let's say last 15, 20 minutes of the first half, they they were pressing us more than we wanted. You know, when I, we we had difficulties to come out, uh, especially when Lanzini got injured. But in the second half, it was really good. We were there. Of course, they had their moments because they are a good passing team. But we were stopping them. We basically let let them have a ball in certain areas and we stopped them in certain areas but sometimes it was too deep okay but then then uh, the guys defended really well as a team as a unit and we created many chances not only on the breaks but we throw from the open play as well uh, with the fullback set with everything we scored two we we could have scored more we kept the clean sheets against Liverpool at home. It's brilliant for fans and it's brilliant start of the new year. And uh, of course, we are happy today. It's 52 years since West Ham beat Liverpool twice really? in the same season. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's a good achievement. I mean, Liverpool is Liverpool. And it has always been Liverpool, okay, like a big trophy or a target or, or one of the clubs to beat. And especially now with uh, with Klopp as a manager, I mean it's a, it's a, it's a great day. But it's also very good for the confidence for for, for of us, and uh, I'm so pleased for the players. Two goals, both headers, as you say, quality crosses, yeah. and your strikers really wanted and worked to get on the end of it. Yeah, we knew if we if we put a ball in, okay. And he's got a chance. Not, not that he's got a chance. He's, he's, he's dominant against all the centre halves and all that. But uh, and they had two good centre backs who are good in the air, Sako and Lauren. But our wingers, uh, Valencia and Antonio, are also good in the air, and their fullbacks are not that good in the air. So there, there, and we expected our centre halves to be totally concentrated, of course, on Andy, which they were. Uh, so that guy gave. That gave a space or possibility to to Michael mm. to be against a player who is not that good in the air. Okay, who's got other qualities, but it was also about the great crosses, great deliveries. The first one was brilliant, and the second one too. And uh, two headers. We had a couple of more headers that were almost goals, and it's the way to 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 beat them. It was a plan as well. Because if, if, if anyone had expected that we will, for 90 minutes, uh, uh, keep coming at them mm. with eight players and then walk mm. with the ball in a goal, that, uh, that is very, very difficult. Just finally, you, a lot of good things today, but obviously Lanzini, having yeah. done extremely well, came off, uh, which is a shame. It's a shame, he told me just a little bit. But so far, those little bits, uh, two or three weeks, you know, of mm. course, I'm gutted and we are all, because, I mean, everybody could see what uh, against Southampton or uh, now today, the way he played, the way he orchestrated the, uh, the game, what does he mean for other players? And we've seen also with Payet when he came on that it's not about him, it's not about those players. It's about the whole team. What they then the whole team is passing the ball, and basically you can't have five, six, seven, or ten of them. It's 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 enough to them plus the others who are really great players. So 
I can only hope that 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 it ain't gonna be uh, like the first one when it was four weeks. I hope it's gonna be two days. To be fair, <laughs> that would make me really happy. There it is. That's what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John? Yeah, positive. Very positive. Nice. You didn't listen. I I do believe he he doesn't he say something about Andy Carroll. Probably he does. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough. And he's, I think he's sort of intimating that Carol needs to just concentrate now. No, he said that keep afterwards. He didn't say that on this one. Keep on the straight and narrow. Yeah, he said that afterwards, not on this one. Though. Oh, was it not? Nice try. All right, thanks. No banana. <laughs> uh, Sean, we had our, we've got our latest installment of the Clarence Hugh interview. Yeah. So, um, Nigel's favourite bit. So, we, um, as you know, we've been chasing uh, Jack Sullivan for quite a few weeks and hoping to do it. Hmm? Oh, Collison, yeah, Jack Collison, not Jack Sullivan. I said that last week. And um, There's something <laughs> inherently wrong about chasing Jack Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. At your age. Um, but uh, we've not been able to tie up with him. So instead we spoke to uh, his boss, who's the director of football at Peterborough, Barry Fry. Um, it's slightly changed, obviously. He's not a West Ham man, but he do, he's connected to West Ham a lot of wi- ways. He was manager at Birmingham City, under David Sullivan, David Gold, and Cameron Brady, reported to them. Um, obviously, Yanai Gordon uh, was sold by him personally to David Sullivan and Sam, I think, in 2013. Uh, Jack Collison, when he left and released by West Ham, joined Peterborough. It's up there. And, and obviously, uh, most relevant and, and most recent, uh, Martin Samuelson is in there and loan for the season and scored a worldie of a goal. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Went through past four defenders and scored a Very really good, finish. good solo goal. So uh, we talk about and everything to do with West Ham and up. Peterborough and, and the type between the two clubs. Uh, here's Mr. Fry. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. Uh, it's a bit unusual this time. It's not a West Ham player. It's not someone connected to West Ham, but he does know a lot about West Ham players. It's Barry Fry from Peterborough, director of football from Peterborough. Hi, Barry. Good evening. How are you? I'm very good. I've heard a lot of good things uh, about you from David Gold and Huey Southern, who, who you've known for, for many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, big, big West Ham supporters and all the West Ham fans must be absolutely delighted um, that uh, David Gold and uh, David Sullivan saved their club and are taking it a stage further where anybody could have ever dreamed of. With their yeah. with their business expertise and uh, you know their passion and commitment for football and the recruitment that they've done in the summer is like second to none and uh, I know a lot of West Ham fans they play the they want to see their team play the uh, the right way football and entertain and and they've done that I've been fortunate enough to go and see two or three games this season and. Uh, it's totally different from last year. It's very exciting. It gets you on the edge of your seat, and it's brilliant. It's what fans want. So long may it continue. Yeah, your your connection to uh, Sullivan Gold and Brady goes way back, doesn't it? You were well, yeah. I mean, you've done everything football, haven't you? You recruited by David Sullivan and Karen Brady to to manage Birmingham City, weren't you? Yeah, I did, and uh, I spent two and a half wonderful years at St Andrews. Um, we were very successful. When I joined, they was bottom of the league. Um, you know, we did go down that year, but the following year we won the double. 
we won the league and that year was a change round of the football league leagues. So only the champions went up, which we were. We also took our side to, to Wembley in the auto windscreen shield. Uh, there were 70, 78,000 people there, 55,000 blue noses, bigger gate than the um, than the cup final that year with Liverpool in it. So uh, so we've done the double that year. We also won the Birmingham Senior Cup beating Aston Villa 2-0, which is our nearest rivals. First time Birmingham had won the Senior Cup for 17 years. And sold a lot of players for a lot of money and uh, had a very, very, very uh, successful, enjoyable time while I was with them. And uh, they yeah. stacked me, believe it or not, but... nearly 20 <laughs> years ago. Uh, but we've been friends ever since. Um, they... I know you're friends with David Gold. Are you still friends with Sullivan and, and oh, Brady yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. David uh, Sullivan has done me um, many favours on the financial side. You know, when Trevor went there, they bought a player off me called Martin O'Connor. And David gave me all the money, 528 grand up front. So at the time, uh, the bank at Peterborough had frozen our account. And with, with, with that uh, check, uh, they opened the account again. So he, he's done me a lot of favours. There's no question about it. Uh, I know I know you've said you've been sacked by uh, lots of people in the game. I think one club sacked you eight times. What's it like to work for, for David Sullivan and Karen Brady? Brilliant. Are they easy to work brilliant. No, yeah? they're absolutely brilliant. They back their managers, every single manager they back. And um, no, I, I don't feel any manager that's ever worked for uh, Sullivan and Gold and, and Karen of... Could say that they didn't have total support from from the owners because they always give you it, and it's up to you if if you make a mistake in the market and don't get it right. But they're not sacking people; they really ain't. Um, they support their manager. They've got an opinion like they should have. They put a lot of money into clubs, and uh, like I said before, they're very passionate, very committed. But above all, they're very knowledgeable. They're very knowledgeable about the game. They talk to you about the game. They know about the game. They've got an opinion on the game, but they can back their opinion up with statistics that are absolutely brilliant. So they're really West... Well, they're football lovers, but they're West Ham lovers, and uh, uh, that's got to be great news for every West Ham fan. Do they ever come down to Peterborough to watch any games at Peterborough? No, to, to be fair, they've helped us... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Couple of times by coming and playing pre-season friendlies and things like that, and they they all come down when when that happens. It's always lovely to see them, and they treat me like a king when uh, I go to West Ham or sit in the director's box with them. They feed me and uh, look after me, second to none. It's uh, yeah, we've been big big friends, and I go to dinner with particularly with David Gold quite a lot, and he's helped me out personally a lot. Um, you know, business-wise, financially, when I owned Peterborough United Football Club, it was the worst thing I ever done. And uh, David gave me a lot of advice and uh, and uh, loaned me a lot of money. To be fair, and he didn't think he'd get it back, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're very grateful to have him on our club. Let's talk about some of the the players that came from West Ham and and, and went, you know, at Peterborough and vice versa. Uh, obviously, Jack Collison, you know, one of our favourite sons. Uh, at Peterborough, um, you know, obviously very sad about his, um, you know, finishing his Premier League uh, playing career at West Ham. But obviously, he's he's involved in your under 21s, isn't he? And well, the, uh, the, the signed a year Jack, contract. The, the thing with Jack, first and foremost, Jack was a, a nine, ten, eleven, twelve-year-old boy with our academy. Um, yeah. So he started with us, so we know a lot about him, and and we're absolutely delighted that he made progress and and played for West Ham, uh, played for Wales, um, and he's just had this unbelievable horrendous injury that he's worked morning, afternoon, and night. He's gone abroad. He's tried to get back in the game to play. Um, we we um, signed him as a player at the start of the season, knowing his injury problems. But we always said to Jack that if, if his injury, if he could overcome his injury, then being in midfield play uh, for us, he, he, he would uh, contribute largely, um, you know, in our efforts to, to gain promotion to the championship. Um, but we also said that we, we'd give him a, a four-year contract to, on coaching, which he didn't take at the time because... He wanted to put all his efforts into um, playing. Uh, but yeah. unfortunately, the injuries have caught him up. He's seen a couple of specialists, and uh, we didn't want to waste his talent. So for the last, I, I don't know, two months now, he, he's been running our under-21s. He's, he's taken his badges. Uh, he's got his B licence. He's trying to fast-forward his A licence. Um, so that he can become involved with our academy next year uh, because you've got to have certain qualifications to do that. So although he's in yeah. now doing that, he's enjoying every minute. The lads have responded magnificent. They love his encouragement, his knowledge, and, um, and the results have shown that because uh, we've improved no end. So, yeah. Is there any way back for him for football? Or, no, or no, not, not, not in my opinion. All, all the medical yeah. advice that we've got and he's got, 
suggests he's got to pack up. That's his decision when he makes that. But um, even him, he, I mean, he, he's trying to depart medical uh, uh, advice and opinion, but he, I, I don't, yeah. all the will in the world, I, I don't think that'll make it, which is very, very sad uh, for Jack and for football sad. and everybody that yeah. knows him. But Jack is. Well, let's big... hope he makes a really good coach because I think well, he's yeah, got the he mentality. Is. He, I know he he's will. Jack, I, I think he'll be Jack a top Collison coach. Jack School of Football, isn't he? Yeah, and I think he'll be a top coach and top manager in times. And and if we can. Future um, manager of Posh and then, then on to West Ham, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that'd be lovely for all of us because he must have been <laughs> successful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let, let's move on to one of your other players, Yanai Gordon. Um, he hasn't really broken through at West Ham, but I, I know he was rated at, at Peterborough. Have, have we not seen the best of him? I know he's had a few Well, no, to, to, to be honest, as a 16-year-old, he made his debut for us in the Championship at Wolverhampton. And, and that particular day, Alex Ferguson um, was in the stand along with Noel Blake, who was um, manager of uh, England under-18s. And after watching him that game, Noel Blake picked him for the England under-18 side. And um, and uh, Jan and I went to St George's Park, trained with the England team, but got an unbelievable injury <clears throat> um, that forced him from St George's Park to go to the nearest hospital and have a, a, a media operation on his uh, testicle that... Um, you, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know what happened. It was, it was something happened, and they had to remove it. So, of course, that sport is international career, and it sport is um, championship career for for, for that year. Uh, then he come back and played several times for us, and um, you know there was a couple of clubs in, interested, and I just happened to mention to David uh, Sullivan that this boy was a, a, a good star of the future, blah, blah, blah. There was a few clubs in for him, and I suggested he took a look at him. So he said, OK, no problem. Um, we got in touch with the, the, the academy manager, Tony Carr, and, um, and uh, he had him down there uh, training for a week. He asked, could he play in the under-18 game, which he did, and scored one. Um, they then David asked him could he extend that week for another week which I did he then played in the under 21s and, and they won a game and he 3-1 and he scored 2 <clears throat> he then um, because it was an international break um, David Sullivan then said they had a first team match behind closed doors against Millwall um, at the bowling ground and could he play in that so I said yes uh, I went to that game. They drew with Millwall 2-2. Jan I scored and done very well. And then um, I talked to David uh, about signing him, the fee, the add-ons, everything about it. Um, Sell-on fee, Barry? Sell-on uh, fee? It's never sold? Yeah, yeah, of course. And then, um, and then uh, there, there was loads of things we discussed. And, and then, of course... Um, you know, all the coaches sort of said, Jan, you've done great, and blah, blah, blah. And he thought he was going there. And then I got a phone, out, a phone call out of the blue from um, DS to say that um, Sam had come back from Dubai 
he hadn't seen the player play and uh, he wasn't for him. So he said he, he wouldn't sign him. So the boy come back to us, absolute heartbroke, um, thinking he's, uh, you know, got the dream of a lifetime move to West Ham and oh. uh, where he'd scored one, scored two, scored three. You, you, you know, done everything. Everybody loved him, but the main man that makes the decision, Sam, didn't. didn't, And he hadn't seen him in any of the pre-games. So I was very surprised that Sam didn't take notice uh, from his management team. Um, however, you're boy, surprised. Sorry, you're surprised that Sam didn't take notice from his management team. Well, yeah, I'm not, really? although <laughs> Sam's a, a governor and he he, he 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 has a management team around him that he's had for quite a long time. And uh, what's the point of having management team around you if you don't take the notice from them? It's his opinion at the end of the day that can. Well, but, he seemed to listen to Glover a lot, uh, Martin Glover, and, mm. and, and maybe not everybody was his. Men, if you know, then weren't people he brought in oh, around him. Right, right, well, that so that's what I mean. Anyway, yeah. I, I, obviously, uh, I obviously went back to DS and said, you know, the boys are broke, blah, blah, blah. I think he had a word with Sam, and Sam had said, all right, sign him it, you know, but it was a lot less fee than what I had agreed before. So they signed him for a lot less fee, and he's never been given a chance at West Ham. And uh, I can only think that um, Sam felt he wasn't his signing. So I seen Sam at a couple of dudes, and uh, he he thought I was Dick Turpin, the highway robberman that uh, sold him. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> football's all about opinion, and uh, so I I don't feel that Janai's been given a chance at West Ham. Ever can since. he still make it under Billich? Do you know Billich? Do you know that, Slavin? That I don't know. My advice to, to David Sullivan and everybody else is to get him out on loan, um, let him go somewhere and, and score goals. And, uh, you know, I went to watch West Ham um, under-21s against West Brom the other day. And Jan, I scored, uh, he scored two the week before for the under-21s. He got a stunning goal against West Brom, who were top of the league. And, of course, our mate Samuelson got the winner and they beat West Brom their first defeat of the season at Rushmore 2-1. Well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great link into Samuelson because uh, I know that, you know, he scored a one... I've seen the video and we put it up on, on Clarence and Hugh uh, website, uh, the West Ham blog, uh, of that great solo goal. And, uh, and that's the second solo goal he scored. He, he scored one for the under-21 West Ham. But he scored that wonderful goal. Um, I know you t- you rung up David Gold because he tweeted it out and he said Barry Fry told me he went through past seven defenders and scored, but he is prone to exaggeration. <laughs> I've seen the video. <laughs> That's what he said. He's seen the video and it's only five. <laughs> He's only four. It is only four. <laughs> but it's an amazing effort. I, d- I know you rave about this kid. Uh, he's a real deal, isn't he? No, I I think um, we played West Ham pre-season and this kid scored against us pre-season and it was a stunning goal. David Gold and David Sullivan and and his boys was was hit the game and I said to him after the game, I I love the number, whatever he was, 11. And they said, yeah, he's just a young boy that we've got from Man City. I said, wow, what a talent. And... um, so you, you know, when we had the opportunity to try to sign him, they uh, we thought it would be great for the boys' development. Um, 
you know, which has proved to be, he's come to us. Uh, he's come on a sub and made a real, real impact on the training ground. He excites everybody. All our players look up to him. He's a genius on the training ground, and uh, he takes it onto the field of play. And I'm absolutely delighted to tell you tonight, of all nights, uh, we have just completed the loan signing of Martin for the rest of the season. So I think he's so good, he'll be the difference of us um, uh, getting promotion or not, or winning the league or not. Wow. Wow, that's 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 certainly big praise for such a young man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's only 18. He's a lovely young man. Uh, we've got a very, very young team, exciting team. We play football. We're the country's leading goal scorers. Um, you, you, you know, and and we'll get more and more with with, with um, him in the side. There's no doubt in my mind at all. So, so what has he got to do, in your opinion, to step up to to get regular games in in the Premier League? Until well, he's, he's, he's got to develop, and we will help that development because he's playing week in, week out. No disrespect when he plays for West Ham under twenty ones. Nobody ever tackles. I think tackle something you go fishing with. Uh, he, <laughs> he, 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 he's not, he, he, he won't learn nothing playing for West Ham under 21s. He'll learn, he, people will kick him at our level, they'll chop him about, they'll push him about, it'll help him become a man. And playing at a good level, which League One is, um, it'll bring him on and help his development no end, both as a man and as a player. Good. And and what after this season? Do you you think he's got to have another season out on loan? Possibly? Well, I, I mean, I'm hoping he helps us get promotion. And I can say to uh, David Gold and David Sullivan, oh, let's have him for another year in the championship, and he'll be worth twenty million when he comes back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now a lot of people are raving to him, but they know that would be dream come true. Last question, which sort of relating to that. You know, is, is there something because of your relationship with David Sullivan, David Gold? Do you ever see that you could be some kind of feeder arrangement between Peterborough and West Ham? Is there enough connection there, or does that not really happen in in the world well, football it, anymore? It, it, uh, I, I think, in all honesty, the way football's progressed over the years, and um, none would know that more so than the two Davids, who whose progress with it. And uh, like I, what they done at Birmingham in 17 years was absolutely miraculous, and in much much less than that they've done a similar feat at West Ham, where you know West Ham was practically financially going out of existence, you know, and, and now they've turned it round financially. Uh, they've got a new stadium that everybody's very excited about. Nobody likes change um, in a way, but. Uh, you know, there's far more many uh, West Ham supporters will be able to go and see their team on a Saturday and, and believe you me, that they'll make it very affordable. That's the beauty yeah. of uh, David Sullivan, David Gold and Karen Brady. They do think of the punters and they look after them, in my opinion. So, uh, do, you, do you think that it can move, just your personal opinion? Yeah, yeah. My, to... my, I, I, I would say to both of them that... Um, you know, they'd be far better uh, playing some of their under-21 players in league football. It'd develop them far quicker and, and far better. It'd make them men and it would make them developers as players. 
Um, it's not going to happen with the rules and regulations. We could only ever have it one time, three players on loan from West Ham. So it's it's not going to yeah. happen. But I think the way it is financially, the Premier League's getting richer and richer and they'll be playing in Mars this time next year. Uh, while all the other clubs are struggling and uh, struggling big time and, uh, you know, consequently going out of uh, business. Uh, that's bad for the game. And I think yeah. we can be we can be big big helpers in the um, in the world of football by changing the rules and making clubs like West Ham and all the big clubs have sort of a, a, a feeder club like the Peter Barrett and what have you. Yeah. Well, who knows? Um, thanks for being a great sport, Barry. Um, Hope Peterborough does really well and uh, you get that promotion. And I also really hope Martin Samuelson does really well and becomes, you know, the top goal scorer. Um, and and as you say, you make him into a £20 million player. We'd be very grateful for that. Yeah, I'm sure the two Davids would look after me even better than they do now. But that would be impossible because they're different class, both of them. Great to hear. Cheers, Barry. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. There you go. There's Barry Fry, a very good interview. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, no, and thank you, Barry. Well, Sean, and thank you, Clarence Hugh. Yeah, well done. Yeah, Clarence Hugh interview. Some good little snippets of information in there. Yeah. So if you listen, besides some of them uh, get picked up by the main media. If if, really? you, if if they do, it'd be nice to get a credit, wouldn't it? Yeah, make uh, sure we haven't, we if haven't you're in use the past. any of it. Please credit, credit us. Our lawyers are watching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a friend of. George, who knows someone who's a lawyer, who knows someone who's a lawyer. He's a friend of a friend. I don't have any lawyer friends. Don't know what you're talking about. No. Uh, it's January, so that means the it's transfer January. window is open. The transfer window is now open. So we're going to get that guy in his yellow tie on Sky. Well, that rhymed, didn't it? Jim White. <laughs> is his name Jim White? It is Jim White. This is ironic it's transfer wears, deadline day and yellow. nothing is happening at Upton Park. We're outside in the rain and someone has just turned up in the... Oh, it's the cleaner. Oh, sorry about that. That will be what happened. Comedy gold. Comedy gold. Your Scottish accent is brilliant. I don't think it's Scottish. So, um, I mean... Uh, so our it's time expectations for, uh, by the way, have been managed. It's time for a transfer window roundup. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I'm just saying, so David Sullivan, David Gold, Billich and Cameron Brady have all said in the last few weeks, we've done our dough, we're up to our fair financial fair play cap. Yeah, we are. We, we probably we've are. We've done all of our dough in the summer. We are the, same, don't the only club in the whole of the Premier also League that says, ever mentions it. Also says, we don't, you don't get good value in uh, January, which I agree. Do you know what? We look back, we've got... Um, DJ um, Leon Hyde to do a, a review of the last five seasons, yeah, of January transfer buys. There was only one that what, was in any music? good. Huh? In, in music. music. He did a bit of research. Oh. And Demba Bar was the only one that was any any success. You name oh. me one other January signing well, that I can made name it. you two. Go on then. John Hartson and Paul Kitson. I said in the last five years. Oh, did you? Dean yeah. Ashton. Last five years, Dean Ashton, he was a January. Was he a January? Yes. I was talking about the last five years. Oh, I'm just saying. It's just well, in the time there's where not then, is there? Because you would have researched it. So. Yeah. Don't know why you ask us if you've researched I it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, but me and I did. So, is that what you've got to say, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's happening, no. Well, the, there is some rumours. I don't know. You want to go through them or I'll, do you want I'll me to? Rattle I, can, through I, them. I, I can go through them and uh, su- to summarise them a bit quicker, maybe. Go on, go on then. I was so just going to read the first couple of lines. If if your write up's bad, then. Yeah, well, well, feel free. Go away. Okay. Feel your boots. Go, mate. go away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You didn't mean that. Fire away. I meant fire away. I know you did. Yeah. Uh, Mauro Zarate. So this one's about players leaving first. Uh, he's been linked with a move away. According to Spanish radio station, Cadena said they're Malaga. Malaga want him. Yeah. We'd let him go too. However, a club source told Claren and Hugh, no, there has been no approach. But who knows what may happen between now and the end of the window. Leeds right back. We would let him go for two, between two and three million, by the way. Go on, you, you do it. Two and three million. No, you do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it quick because we're on 53 right, yeah, minutes. Yeah, true. At least right back, a midfielder, Sam Byram, <laughs> Byram, George, uh, George, has George, been linked. George, you do it. Yeah, sure, let him do it. Go on, you do it's it. It's a lot quick. Leeds right back, a midfielder, Sam Byram, has been linked with the Hammers. West Ham confirmed that Leeds right back defender Sam Byram is on their list of possible right back targets for the summer. <laughs> with another nine. He <laughs> just said the same thing twice. <laughs> Uh, Claren Hugh was told by a top source right back is obviously a key position we're looking at and Byram is interesting but we have nine other targets Joey O'Brien is unlikely to leave West Ham this January transfer window because of continuing injury problems but he will be gone in June next year when his contract expires Dundee FC has been linked with a move for 20 year old hammer Stephen Hendry senior source told us Hendry needs games and might be loaned out he's on a very low wage it's it's not going to work for Hendry I don't think very he's not going to make the grade I'm told he's only 20 I know Give must him have chance. seen Sonic get him to bring him over yeah yeah. 23 year old Burnley right back which one I'm not going to pronounce <laughs> that one Tendai Tendai Dariqua has been linked to West Ham and could be on the list of young right-bats to replace Cole Jenkinson this summer. He came through the Chesterfield youth system where he made 125 appearances for them over five years. But he signed a three-year contract at Turf Moor with Burnley last July. This is fun, isn't it? Diego Poye returned early from a season on loan to MK Dons where the manager, Cole Robinson, revealed the midfielder is returning to West Ham as he is too similar in style to vice-captain Darren Potter. Welcome back, Diego. Well, he's not. He's gone straight out to... He returned uh, to his former club, Charlton, for the remainder of the season. I understand the addicts have been offered an option to make the move permanent at the end of the season. Really? Yeah. It's a basket case of a club, isn't it, Charlton, at the minute? But yeah, that, is, that a, is, a, is that a shame if they turn it into permanent? Do you, do think, you see uh, Poyet actually breaking through anymore? I don't know. With the quality we've got? To be honest, he hasn't impressed me too much in the games that he's played for us in Europa League and things. I remember he had a really bad game. Okay, anyway, next. I can't remember who against. Mr. Lee. Time we lost. Elliot Lee has returned from Blackpool with sour grapes from manager and former West Ham number two, Neil McDonald, who said Elliot picked up an injury and told us he didn't want to come back. He's gone back to the conference of the under-21s and being at home with his mum and dad. <laughs> it disappoints me. We are trying to bring players here who want to play football. He's come and played all the games, yet he's unhappy. Yeah. He's saying he's a mummy's boy, basically. He is a little bit. It's not very nice, really, is it? No, it's not. Uh, various papers have reported that West Ham will be selling Andy Carroll for £18 million with the North East pair Newcastle and Sunderland ready to snap him up. However, Clarence Hughes' senior source 
made it clear that Sunderland would be of no interest to Carroll, but he said that the possibility of moving at all, uh, but he said that the possibility of him moving at all in the current window is very remote. Hammer Reese Burke, his loan at Bradford City has run out of the weekend, and the Bantams have been left guessing whether or not he will return. He nearly he broke his wrist, be, by the way. He could be joining Coventry on loan instead. That's what I hear. That's what my source tells me. AC Milan's Japanese international Kaizuki Honda. Wow. Really? Yeah. He's quality. Is he? Has been linked with the Irons after falling down the pecking order under boss Sinisa Mihajlovic. Mihajlovic. Uh, 29-year-old lack of game time has attracted interest from West Ham, Spurs and Everton, and he cla it's claimed the day... No claim the Daily Express. Turkish media suggested West Ham made a formal approach to sign Besiktas Turkish winger Gokhan Torre, who's also a good player. He built a good relationship with Slavin Bilic when the pair were at Besiktas. He has been the subject of a 7.4 million offer from the Hammers. Really? I don't think so. No? I think this is paper talk in, in the Turkish, in Turkish media. Uh, I, I, we're not, we wouldn't make that kind of offer until the summer. So any deal I think would be in the summer. And would be subject to Andy Carroll or uh, Zarati going, basically. So I don't believe that one. And so he's a striker, is he? He's a striker, yeah. So international winger. Oh, it does say international winger. I thought he was a striker. He's, did you type this? he's an attacking winger. He's did you, did you type this or did you copy-paste this? Copy no, I, I did write some of this. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> some of this. 19-year-old yeah. uh, Reese Brown was an unnamed trialist at Rush Green for the development match last night. The Birmingham City youngster who plays with Field joined Birmingham at the age of 10. He signed his first professional contract for two and a half years, which runs till 2016 with Birmingham. Yeah. He runs out this summer, and that's why I think we're lo looking at him. Apparently, the Birmingham fans really rate him and have gone mad with their manager after... West Ham accidentally released his name in the Twitter feed last night of saying, unnamed trialist, Reese Brown. Didn't he, um, didn't he set a goal? Set a goal up, didn't he? He did, yeah. I think he did. He, he, um, yeah, maybe the first goal. He set up. And uh, as you just heard, uh, Barry Fry has welcomed the news that West Ham have allowed Martin Samuelson to stay with them until the end of the season. In an interview with more than just a podcast, Fry said... He'll win us the league if he stays another year. We'll turn him into a man on and off the pitch and send a 20 million player back to Upton Park. Yeah, This is the draft, by the way, for a roundup I'm doing at West Ham till I die. So you've just got the draft, which is not quite finished yet. I can tell. Transfer wind-up. Uh, transfer <laughs> wind-up? You're telling me that's all the wind-up? Transfer round-up that I'm doing for uh, West Ham till I die. You've just got too many irons in the fire. Yeah. Irons. Irons. What, what, what's... Uh, where does Honda play? He's an attacking centre midfielder. Is he? He's really good, though. You know who he is. Yeah, I know he is, but I don't see how he, where he fits in. Any comments Kaizuki. on them? How about Andy Carroll? That's, do you see that? I mean, it wouldn't be 18 million, by the way. It would be a lot less. I'm, I'm told. We He's not going to go anywhere now, is he? He's just we hit some form. We would let Andy Carroll go for somewhere between 10 and... I bet we wouldn't. Uh, I uh, bet 8 and 10. I bet if a bid came in tomorrow for 10 million pounds, he wouldn't go. I bet you would. Let's have a... £20 bet on that. Shaking hands on a £20 bet. <laughs> on a £20 bet. Yeah. That's to see, if I find out that you've got inside information... Yeah, that voids the bet. That voids of the bet. Of course I've got inside information. Oh, well, that's not oh, well, better, there you is go. it? You know so it's you're saying happen. that you've been told by someone close to the club that if someone came in for 8 to £12 million, 
they'd take it. Yeah. So you've already been told that. Yeah. So there's a breaking news there with your dodgy bet. Well, is that insider trading? I don't know. That is insider trading. That voids the bet. If you go on to uh, um, Transfer Market, by the way, uh, someone, uh, I was having a conversation with Ian Dale earlier on West Ham Tire Die about um, Clang. Maserati. Clang. And, um, and Andrew dropping, Carroll. Dropping and names. he said, I don't think, he <laughs> said, Marizarati must be worth more than two to three million. You go on to transfer market and they do evaluation, market valuation, 2.1. How much do you think Andy Carroll's worth in transfer market? No idea, Sean. Please tell us. Seven million. Wow. wow. No, no way. How much do you think um, Dimitri um, Pyatt's worth 15. in transfer market? No, 10.5. Maybe it's, do you think he's worth 15? Yeah. More. Do you? At least 25. 25 at his age? Pye? Yeah. Just signed a five-year contract. No? I don't think you get it. Anyway, I don't get on. it. Oh, you don't get it. Is that what you're saying? No, I did you say just that. Say you did. No, I think you said I don't think you'd get it. Oh, I don't yeah. think you yeah, get that's it. That's what I was saying. Right. More than just a podcast. We've won. We've won something, guys. We have. Not an award. It's a competition prize. Yeah. You did a lot. You two did a lot yeah, to win we this. Did. You were my two fans. So did you, to be fair. <laughs> you yeah. record yourself for 30 seconds. Yeah, my daughter filmed that. Very so it was me in a West Ham shirt um, saying, my two founders would be John Bucci and George Bucci from more than just the podcast and my fellow season ticket holders because I love them. Did I say that? No, no I didn't. didn't. No, so no, I tried going nice all anyway. smoothie on us just because you don't come to football anymore. And uh, we won. It was announced on whufc.com. We got third place. Yay. Yay. And our prize is what, George? Uh, three shirts delivered by a player. Yeah. But as you've just pointed out, they're 2016-2017 shirts. So next season. Correct. And we'll just work out who the player's going to be. Uh, I'd quite who like would Mark you no- like? I'd like Mark Noble. I'm not going to lie. Mark Noble. John? Uh, yeah. Or Ginge, someone like that. Be good. I would like Dimitri Payet to present it in French. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> speak English, does he? Bonjour. Does he Comment allez-vous? Are you sure? No, he doesn't. Any of his interviews, he speaks French. Did anyone see Angelo Ogbonna's interview on WHU TV? No. Yes. Did you see what he was wearing on his head? Yes. What the hell was that? Snoozy or whatever they call it. Was it was like this, like... <laughs> what do they call it? It was like a long beanie. thing. It's not beanie. Like, it was all the way schnooze. down his back. Do they call it, it schnooze? Like no idea. Don't know why it's about that. Anyway, we have an announcement about Hammers Chat. Yeah, we're, so we're doing a, a tying. Hammers Chat is one of two uh, mainstream YouTube channels. Uh, one at Clarence Hugh, we already tie up, which is West Ham Fan TV. We love their fans' reaction straight after the final whistle, and, and we often public, uh, you know, publish them just after the, the games. Uh, Hammers Chat, I went on some time ago, and they do a little mixture of talking to ex-players and... Um, doing a sort of chat over Skype. Um, But they approached us a little while ago. They wanted to do a news service. Um, And they're very excited. They said, we want to work with Clarence Hugh and more than just a podcast. And we're going to make an announcement on Clarence Hugh tonight, by the way. It's exclusive here now as we're speaking it. But there's going to be a new uh, weekly news roundup um, on, on YouTube. It's the way forward. Future. In association with Clarence Hugh and more than just a podcast. They're part of the new West Ham family. We're going places, boys. 
So yeah. all that's left now is to do predictions for Wolves. Yeah. FA Cup you, you game. Going, We're not going, Sean. Game? We're not going. All, all right. right. Third round of the year. Um, I did a not position. Who are you going with? I'm going with my girlfriend. <gasps> and uh, Gary, uh, an old friend of ours, John and myself's. And his three children. And you, George. Yeah, I've known Gary for a while. Yeah. How are yeah. they going? Twenty four years. The fact now. that they're using our tickets, are we not facilitating? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, so yeah. Well, you could have come if you wanted to. Yeah, but then Gary, you wanted to take all his family. He couldn't have come. Yeah, he could. Yeah, we just gave our tickets for him I and his, no, his I sons. Got, they got a discount, but they didn't need to use your tickets. You needed their tickets to facilitate your girlfriend to come. No, oh. I didn't. No, I didn't. He went there. <laughs> come on, predictions. Predictions. I would say I did a opposition Q and A, and he, this is a Wolves fan, went for three one to West Ham, and I will back that and say three one West Ham. I think we're going to win two one. I think it'll be tighter than we think. I think Wolves will come out us fighting. I think we'll be on a high, but come straight da- down to earth when they score after ten minutes. But we'll grind out a result. Two one West Ham. Three one and two one's gone. Come on, John. Two nil. Well, good prediction, John. 2-0. We are dis- defensively solid. 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 Excellent. That's been Maunders Podcast. 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 Thank you for listening. Yeah. We'll be back on Monday next week, probably. Yeah, probably. No reason why not. Yeah. Anyone? No. Uh, thank you for listening. My name's George. Sean has been... I've been Sean. John has been... Here. Thank you for listening. Come on, you irons. Come, Come on, on you irons. Bobby Moore. Just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.